You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. Today, I'm joined by my friend and local business owner, Jen Corson. She is the owner of Title Aesthetics, and she gives the most amazing facials I've ever experienced mm-hmm. in my entire life. Um, she's also a single mom and someone who practices shameless living really beautifully in her life. And oh, when I oh, it's frozen. Oh, sorry. Did you you just froze? Yeah, you just froze for a minute, so I didn't hear any of it. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'll just continue my intro. But I was just okay. saying that you live really shamelessly to the point that oh. there are just people in you're when you when you come in contact with people you feel comfortable sharing your story with them without even really knowing them and you're one of those people where like you just have this presence about you that's like welcoming and so the first time I got a facial with Jen I was just like here's my life (laughs) here's my life story and I'm sure there's some clients who are like don't talk to me but I, I think it was like I guess I'm just not that client so it was really nice to just like sit down and share my story and then in return receive like your own story. And so that's why I've been really excited to have you on the podcast because I know how just open and honest you are with about with others about what you've been through or what you're going through. So thank you. Thank you. No, that's really sweet of you to say. I appreciate that. Um, I think I am a perpetual oversharer and sometimes that can be a little contagious. So Well, I think like in the service industry, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like no matter what kind of like service you provide, if it's one-on-one, it ends up being therapy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so I really think like with coaching, at least it's like that for me, I really think like God prepares people for those jobs who are like willing to like go there, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, it's like therapy on both ends too, because I'll get done giving facials to some clients and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I hope we didn't talk like, I hope you got to relax a little. Like, no, I feel great. That was like a therapy session. I'm like, well, me too. Thank you. Hold on. I think it, sorry. I think it paused, stopped recording. Oh no, no. no. Wait. (laughs) Okay. This is the most like hilarious technical (laughs) difficulty episode, but like, welcome to, you know, the real life shameless living. Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Therapy. (laughs) Therapy. Uh, Yeah. It goes both directions. Um, And I think I was going to say something else, but it'll come back to me. (laughs) Um, Well, I, one of the things that like, I really connected with you on in the beginning was your faith. Like, I feel like you're very, Mm. um, open and also honest with faith. I think sometimes a lot of, a lot of times in Southern culture, especially in in the Christian culture, you hear a lot of like Christianese and it can be a little, (laughs) it can seem just like a little, like not authentic. And I think with you, I felt like this, this, um, I guess piece to like, I'm mad at God or I'm like actually annoyed. And (laughs) I, I just felt like, I don't know. I think that's rare. And I think it's also really beautiful. I think that's like how it was like meant to be like in scripture, like just really honest and authentic. So that was another thing that I connected with you on too. And I have no follow-up questions, but just to say like, thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Thank you for saying that. I feel like so many people live behind this mask of like, everything's okay. Everything's good. Life is great. Like I have my faith. I'll lean on God. And 
Um, I think that's an ideal perspective, but personally speaking, it, it doesn't resonate with me. And the one thing that I've really experienced is when you can really open up and own those flaws and say, like, I'm kind of pissed at him and I'm really struggling with my faith right now. And thank God I only need a mustard seed because that's about all I've got at this yeah, point. You know seriously. what I mean? But when you can give yourself that permission to open up and just be real and authentic, like God already knows, yeah. like just say it out loud. And then it gives other people, I don't want to say like the courage, just like the the platform to feel comfortable to do the same thing and say, oh my gosh, okay, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm not this horrible human, but authenticity is something that I've really been working towards. And I feel like for so long, I did live behind one of those masks that really wanted the whole world to think that everything was okay. And it wasn't until I started showing the cracks because I really had no choice. But um, when I started like bleeding through the cracks that I started connecting with people on a more authentic level. And it was so like, you know, the one thing that I was most scared of was being authentic. But when I had no other choice, it was like, I got cracked open. And yeah. Um, and that's when you find the most like, life-giving connections when it's like yes actual real talk you know yeah yeah it's amazing how you can go your whole life thinking that you've got these great connections with people and they're great people but then when you do start to live in your truth and live in that authenticity um and you make those connections that are on that different level like you said like you just meet people and click and you just are on the same page and one thing i'm realizing is like broken people are my people <laughs> yes i can't follow the perfect people on instagram and social media i can't i, I can't do it it just makes me feel terrible and that's not who i am yes um, well, that's a so, really good segue. Um, you have a story. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You've really been through it. And I um I definitely want to like wrap up by talking about title aesthetics because I think everyone in the world yeah. needs to know about it. But if you're comfortable, I would love to kind of share like for you to kind of share like where you've been in the last what has it been like six oh, years? Like, how how <laughs> old mean- is Hayes? Hayes is, uh, he'll be five and a half on February 2nd. So, so six plus years, six plus years. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Um, where to even start? Um, I mentioned previously, I'm kind of limited on what I can talk about, but I'll go over the, the basics. Um, so basically I have a background of coming from an abusive relationship. Um, and I have been going through, a custody battle with him ever since essentially our son was born. Um, and it has been a long and grueling battle and it has really cracked me wide open, um, and forced me to reevaluate myself and my life and put on a suit of armor and just sort of fight for dear life. Um, to get some protection. And we are finally in a position where we have a little bit of protection. Um, it's the most protection that we've had from the beginning. So it's, it's incredible. And a lot of times I'll tell people that I come from a background of being in an abusive relationship and, you know, everybody's immediate response is, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, that's so kind. And obviously that's, should be your first response, but for me, it's, I was just having this conversation with a client yesterday. Like it's not, something that I want people to feel sorry for me for. Um, I see it as having sort of 
forced me to my rock bottom and the only place to go was back up and I had to rebuild my life and become this person that I never really thought was possible. Um, and Uh-oh, I think your internet went out of that relationship. I didn't. Um, oh no. Okay. Where did you lose me? I, it was just like a split second. I just lost you. At, um, you said you were forced to go rock bottom and like the only way you can go from rock bottom is up. Right. Right. And so that's where my faith comes in. Cause when I left that relationship, I really didn't have a faith. I was very much in like the spiritual realm and energy healing. And, you know, I still practice Reiki, but I, I have a different perspective on it now. Um, but I very much was along the lines of like, um, you know, manifest your future and manifest. And so I tried to like manifest myself out of this abusive relationship and manifest myself into a more confident um, perspective. And, you know, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was after I got another relationship, I just, it was Mother's Day um, 2019. I think it was May 12th, 2019. Um and I was sitting on the sofa and I had been going through this really terrible, terrible, just high conflict spell with my ex. Um, and he had a new girlfriend and he was celebrating her for Mother's Day. I had never gotten to celebrate Mother's Day. It was just one of these like, woe is me moments. Mm. And I was so sad and I had my with me and there was just something in me that said, you need to call your friend Michelle and go to church with her. Um... And so I did, I shot her a text, I think, and we ended up going to church that morning and, um, something just spoke to me. Something just moved me. And it wasn't in that moment. It wasn't like this, like, you know, angels singing, lights glowing, halo kind of moment. It was very much a slow and steady transformation, but it was kind of like, I've tried everything else, God. Like I have done everything I know possible. I am so scared. I'm at my rock bottom. I have no idea what else to do. So if I have to believe in Jesus, sure. Sure. Whatever raise, it takes. I'll raise my hand, whatever it takes. <laughs> but that's when things started changing and that's when life started shifting. And that's when I started healing and life got better. And it was sort of like the more I leaned on him, the more he poured out to me. And it was undeniable that there was, you know, looking back, this was all part of a bigger plan. Um, and so one of my favorite things that I've learned on this journey is like, put your pen down because he writes better stories. And I have to remind myself of that Ooh. all the freaking time. Um, as I pick up my pen to write that down, I love that. <laughs> right. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's really been something that I've like used to guide my steps moving forward. And if I'm being totally honest and raw, like I've been in a season where I've really been struggling with my faith. Yeah, um, I've been I feel like I've been waiting and I've just been exhausted. And so my word this year is lead. It's kind of just like lead me like just help me to like let go so you can lead me. But yeah. Um, yeah, you go through these seasons, you go through these ups and downs and you just hold, hold on for dear life and yeah, know that you're going to get through it. And that's the thing, like when, going back to like you talking about how you were, you know, in that, like in the spiritual realm, like more into like manifesting, like when we rely so far on our own strength, like it can only get us so far. And so like most of yeah. life is these like rock bottom ups and downs, like roller coaster moments. And so there's seasons of like, I'm so overjoyed and so feel so faithful and excited about God. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like literally the next like month you could be like, 
uh, I'm doubting. I'm confused. I'm scared. I'm fearful. Like all these things. Yeah. Sorry, my dog, my dog's barking. Um, but that's why we need something outside of our own strength to really like rely to, to not rely yeah. on ourselves. Cause we would not yeah. be able to get through those moments or see any hope on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I did all the manifesting and, you know, keeping your head, you know, the secret and, you know, all of the universal stuff, I came to realize that it only made me feel worse about myself because I couldn't ever get myself out of this situation. I couldn't ever do what I was trying to manifest. I couldn't ever get to that place. And it just made me feel even worse about myself because I felt like a failure. Yeah. And so when I could finally step back and say like, fine, I'm done trying. This is off my shoulders. It's in your hands. It's just not only does that weight get lifted, but that's also when things start changing. So yeah, you have to lose. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I have wrestled with this, like as a Christian is like, I, God, I asked and I prayed for this. What, why didn't I get mm. it? And I wrestled that a lot. And I know that you and I have talked about the chosen, the show endlessly, yes. but like, we're just like never promise. Like that's not one of God's like, yes. And amen promises is to like rub the lamp and you get the wish that you command. <laughs> right. And, so hard. And I like really, I mean, still like to daily like battle with that. I'm like, wait, I felt like I was really faithful in this. I felt like I was really like, I don't know, persistent in prayer. And like, I got like affirmations from community and yet still it wasn't answered yeah. or it didn't go my way or whatever. And so one, yes. one thing that, that at least like your story and the chosen has told me is that like, <laughs> we're just not promised any of that, this side of heaven. And like right. the only thing we need and the only thing that will sustain us this side of heaven and in heaven is like his strength. Like we are just so yeah. weak. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. And it, so have you heard that expression? And I used to be one of the people that said this one, but God will only handle yes I'm not a fan of that one anymore I hate that I hate that and I hate like well God knows so everything that happens happens for a reason I just want to give everyone <sighs> like the big finger in that moment and be like what do I feel about that like the right? friend like double fist pounding <laughs> moment I'm like okay I know I know I know I but like those expressions alone just defeat the entire purpose of having a relationship with God. Like God is going to give you all of that plus some that you yes. are leaning on him. Like God knows I've been broken down to my knees so many times, but that's always when it comes through. So, yeah. Uh, um, well, when that, when I think of you, I think of the word resilience. I don't know if you've ever gotten that before, but I feel like your story as of as of yet, in the last, especially six years has been one of like resilience and persistence. And so I wonder mm -hmm. if like now looking back at, at yourself in 2019 or before, like when that moment happened, can you see a shift in like, I guess your identity or who, how you mm -hmm. see yourself? And if so, like how, like what kind of shift have you seen and what has this like taught you? Oh my gosh. 100%. I would say going back to uh, 2019, you say, let's say that 2019 is kind of when like all of this started. 
um, or like when I kind of figured out what was going on. So, so my, the abusive relationship that I experienced was mostly mental and emotional. And I, I don't think I mentioned that earlier. So there was a, it was a long seven years prior to that, I believe that we were going forth and it was a very toxic and unhealthy situation. And I wholeheartedly believed that I was to blame for a lot of it. Um, and so it took me getting out of that relationship. And then a few months after that, before I started learning about what had happened to me and really sort of understanding what was going on. And that was in April of 2019. So looking back, yes, 100%, I'm a totally different person now. Um, learning about that and then having to go through that healing really just sort of cracked me wide open. Um, I was very much an empty shell of a human. When I got out of that relationship, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to communicate with people. I didn't know how to write emails. Um, I barely in the beginning months knew how to like meal plan and grocery shop. It was just, I was on autopilot and I was doing anything I could just to, you know, stay afloat. Um, and so then going into the whole healing process and really just sort of committing myself to, you know, not dating, not doing anything except focusing on work, my son and myself, and just making sure that I got myself back to a place where I wouldn't be re repeating the same patterns again. Um, that required a lot of like trauma therapy and EMDR. I really dove deep into like seeing a functional medicine doctor and doing an anti-inflammatory diet and doing what I could to restore my brain health because there's such a damaging trauma that physical trauma that happens to your brain in those kinds of situations and repairing my system because the core from that kind of relationship will just break down your body from the inside out. So I just, I dove deep into the healing. Um, I don't know if I can say when the shift really happened, but I think it was, over a period of time, really just making decisions for myself, leaning on God and knowing that I had that sort of safety net beneath me, but also learning how to make decisions for myself that were not only moving me towards where I wanted to be, but helping me be proud of the person that I was becoming. Yeah. Um, and sort of all of that compiled over, gosh, it's been over three years now. Um, yeah. Oh, almost four years. Four, yeah, I know, so, like yeah. Wow. That's wild. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, and you know, there are moments when I 100% start falling back into like codependency patterns and I'll, I'll find myself falling back into like, I don't drink anymore, but I'll binge watch Netflix, and, you know, not do what I'm supposed to be doing. So I have to really be cognizant and aware of that. Um, but I think part of it has been gaining a lot of self-awareness, um, yeah. And just really, yeah, transforming me as a whole. And I think God played a huge role in that because it's something that I've struggled with. I feel like my entire life, I really never felt comfortable in my skin. And so knowing that I wanted to be there, putting the effort in on my end to get there, but also knowing that I had that safety net and just leaning on God the entire time, I think shifts happened that, and they're still happening, yeah. um, that I really can't credit to anybody except God. Yeah. You know God. I mean? And also like what I hear from that. And I want a lot of women to hear this is like you, like we, we have like, yes, God is like our healer. He's like our source, but like, he also empowers us and gives us tools right. and resources to like act in right. ways of bettering ourselves. So like you going to therapy, you like 
really trying to heal yourself from the inside out with your diet and with your health right. and your physical, like those are all things that like he honors. Cause it's like, I've given you this temple. I've given you this brain. Yeah. Like, let's like use what I've given you to like heal it. And yes. I think that that's like really important for people to hear. It's like, you can't just like sit around and like lay there and wait and pray. Yes. Pray, but like, and pray and just hope that everything falls into place in your life. Right. Because like, we're also given like a brain, a body, um, and free will, free will. We're given like also obedience is like such a beautiful, like portrayal of our faith, like to others. And so to like, use what you've been given to, to find, I guess, healing for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know, I just think that there's something like people need to hear that you can't just like sit around and like wait for things to happen. You also have to like take initiative. It's so true. And I think for so long I did that for the most of my life. I just, I, I had to wake up and realize that I had been waiting for somebody to save me. And yes, God was there, but I still had to be the one to save myself. I had to be the one to get up and walk out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like God wasn't going to come in and swoop, scoop me up and swoop me out of there. Like <laughs> I wasn't just going to fall asleep one night manifesting my dreams and wake up in a totally different house. You know what I yeah. mean? I still had to do the work. Like God was going to be there to help me with the healing, but I still had to see the therapist. I still had to set up the appointments. I had still had to do the EMDR. I still had to do the really hard work. And it's really freaking hard work. Those yeah. growing pains are tough. But if you're in pain where you currently are, and you're going to be facing pain regardless, why not face the growing pains that at least promise like a light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, totally. You know? And like, oh gosh, I have so much to say, but like one thing that you said in your story just then, like when I asked you about this is like, I really found comfort in my own skin, which I just think is mm. like really beautiful that those are the words that you chose. I wrote it down because like now you help people find that like glow, not just in their skin, but also like in their confidence. And right. there is something really beautiful about you know, sitting down, even, even just for like a 45 minute facial and feeling like, Oh, I'm just going to get my face cleaned. But like to like leave and feel like a sense of like beauty and restoration. Like, I don't know. It's like a pep in your step to like, yeah. to continue to like, I don't know, catapult you forward into that next bit of like yeah. obedience of what you've manifested or whatnot. And so <laughs> right. I, think, I think it's like really beautiful that like throughout all this, not only were you able to like, or are you healing? It's a, it's a journey. You're probably, yeah. it. are you healing yourself and learning so much about your own resilience, but also you're like giving back to other women and like empowering them through skin. So yeah. I'd love for you to talk about how you got into, um, your line of work. And then also yeah. like how you started your own business amidst all of the crap <laughs> you just mentioned you were going and a, and a global pandemic. And a pandemic. <laughs> no big deal. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to summarize it as best as possible. Um, I got into skin back in 2014. I got licensed, um, because prior to that I was in interior design school and I developed my own cystic acne and, I had never had skin problems before. So getting a cyst, I tried to just pop it. And <laughs> if you know anything about cysts, you know, you can't do that. And mm -hmm. I gave myself a fat eye because I tried so hard to extract the cyst that I had pushed the infection into 
the tissue underneath. So anyways, that starts my story with cystic acne. Um, that was, I think when I was like 25, maybe. And for a couple of years, a few years after that, I really would get these random cysts, but I had no idea what they were. And I just sort of waited for them to go away. And then it would get worse and worse. And this started coinciding with when that relationship started. So stress was piling up as well, which throws off your hormones. And there was all sorts of stuff I had no idea about when it came to health and internal balances and skin and all the stuff. So cut to, I got very severe cystic acne while I was in school for interior design. I was going to dermatologists to get them injected like weekly. Um, I was on all the medications where I was having to get like my liver levels tested, like every three months they were causing like memory loss and low blood pressure. And, you know, it would kind of help with the cysts, but it wasn't really getting rid of anything. It wasn't getting to the root of the issue. So then I met an esthetician. Um, she started helping me with lasers and chemical peels and skin care. And that's what really sparked this fascination with it. Um, and so, I went through interior design school. I worked for about a year as a, an assistant interior designer. And then I decided that I had to go and start playing with lasers. I just wanted to play with lasers. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> so I put myself back through school again for skincare up in Raleigh. And then I went to the National Laser Institute up in um, Boston to get um, my laser certification and immediately started working in med spas. Um, cut to had my son in 2017 and moved back to Wilmington in 2018. As a single mom, I didn't think I would be able to work in the skincare industry anymore. And I tried, but I had to work around his daycare hours. So it didn't allow me to work the nights and the weekends that a lot of spas require. Um, and I was working in a totally different industry for a totally different business in town when COVID hit. Um, so went on furlough and I had absolutely nothing on my plate. Um, I had at this point been in my relationship with God for about a year. So I was just sort of like, and I was still like an early Christian where I was very like evangelical on this pink cloud. Like everybody needs to believe God is so good. I can't believe I spent my whole life without him. Like, um, so I was just kind of like floating through and I actually had to go to my doctor's office to get tested for COVID. And they called me that afternoon saying, Hey, we're under new ownership and she wants to expand to skin would would you like to come in in two weeks after your quarantine is over to <laughs> interview? Right. right. Clearly. Um, so I went in and the interview turned into an opportunity to um, basically open a business inside of the doctor's office. Um, and that snowballed into me needing to find a space that would accommodate more clients more days a week. Um, and it really was an opportunity that I never sought out Um but was kind of placed in my lap and snowballed without me really intending it to. And um, has really given me sort of, like you said, it's it's transformed and given me this opportunity to really help women with like healing touch and helping them to know that like they're worthy, they're worth it. And like you said, giving them the opportunity to sort of pour back into themselves or even if they come in and just need an ear to listen to and like a space to vent and let it all go. Um, it's a decision where they subconsciously know that they're taking care of themselves. And so that helps to build that pride and that self-confidence and that belief that you're capable of taking care of yourself and you're capable of um, like deserving that kind of care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's really 
spiraled into this opportunity. And I, I'm just, I don't give, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but looking back at the pandemic, knowing that so many people in my industry ended up having to shut their doors because of the strain that it put on their businesses. This is one of those God wink moments where I feel like there's absolutely no way this could have ever happened if it weren't for God opening those doors and not only even opening it, but like handing it to me on the silver platter and saying, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like no, people's businesses were failing and going, yeah. like, and for him to be like, no, I'm going to not only like pull you out, but I'm going to pull you into something that's going to like continue to grow during this like season of complete shutdown, quite literally is right. Huge. I mean, it's just so cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been incredible. I, yeah. Yes. I, I think I'm at a loss for words right now, even thinking about it and going back over it. I think sometimes like what is really cool about platforms like this or just like having, uh, I guess the hindsight to look back and be like, huh? Like, I think we often I'm stuttering, but I feel like we often don't pause enough to remember like where we've been and what we've gone through to get to this point. We get so like caught up in the monotony of the day to day and we forget like, wow, I haven't pulled out of so much and pulled into so much. And like, sometimes I'm so like on the hamster wheel of life that I forget to like pause and be grateful for it or to even like be like who I am today, January, 2023 is still so different from January, 2022. Like I can't, I can't imagine where I'm going to be January, 2024, you know, and that's only here. So I don't know. I think platforms or just conversations where you can like share your story are so important. If you're listening and you like, haven't ever talked about what you've been through, like finding a friend or something to share it with is so key because then you have, you pick up on the things like, Oh, I actually have gotten through a lot or I have, you know, overcome so much or pushed this boundary and, you know, it helps you realize that you, what you consider to be your broken pieces are really just like the missing puzzle pieces for other friends. You know what I mean? Like you consider yourself to be so broken, but as soon as you start sharing those broken pieces with people, you realize that it just fits perfectly into somebody else's world and just like puts it all together for them. You know what I mean? I do. And I think we spend so much, (laughs) we spend so much time trying to hide those cracks and it's just I, I really can't emphasize enough that I didn't really find freedom to live authentically until I started letting those cracks just be completely exposed totally 100 yeah well I'm just like so proud of you and if you live in Wilmington you need to go to <laughs> thank it's you so amazing the experience is so like peaceful and I mean, I'm sure there are clients that don't want to talk, but if you like to share, yes. <laughs> Jen, Jen is so welcoming. Um, and yeah, you're just going to like leave wanting more of her skill and her spirit. So definitely Thank I'm going to put your like link to your Instagram and your website you. in the show notes so that people can find you and follow you. And even if you don't live here, like give her a follow, like that helps so much for entrepreneurs yeah, um, like you. just have that exposure. So, um, thank you, you so much <laughs> for like sharing what you can. And I, and I know what is a very, you know, difficult journey right. of the story yeah. that you're in and that you're getting through. 
Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Oh, I'll talk about it on TikTok as soon as I can. <laughs> oh yeah. Follow her on TikTok too. She's good. She's got, she's got good TikTok content. I went through that mini influencer stage. I've kind of stepped back, but it, it no. at least shares, it shares the story. It shares the story about abuse and it it's it, yeah. Yes. And that's another thing. People use whatever platform you have. You don't have to like go on social media and share yeah. your deepest, darkest secrets. But if your platform is like, I don't know, your living room, use it and share, like share, share wherever you can to pull, like bring those missing puzzle pieces, like into someone else's life through your story. Yes. You never know whose life you could be saving by sharing your story. You really don't. Yeah, you really don't. Well, Jen, thank you so much for joining me in a long overdue conversation. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I'm so happy we did this. I um, love you and listeners. I um, need you to follow her. Um, but I have a question before we wrap up that I ask every single guest and I'm going to ask you now before we sign off. And that question is, what is something that you really love about yourself right now? I think it's probably like I mentioned before, just being able to live at at peace in my own skin for the Mm -hmm. first time in my entire life. I think I can honestly say like, I'm just content. Like I don't need a lot of excitement. I don't want any of the drama. I'm just content and I'm happy and just grateful. I love it. I'm grateful for you. Um, All right, listeners, go follow Jen and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Heart and Soul. If this episode encouraged you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you next week.